Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. He is Jalen Rose. I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that we Boss do? And get a people. I love that the bat is back so much. When Jalen Rose has the bat, that means there's a lot to discuss. And we start with James Harden's deal. It is now officially official. A two-year deal worth $68.6 million. One part that is interesting is he has a player option for the second year. What does this tell you about his approach to this season? Well, here's first and foremost. I taught myself not to be desensitized by the fact that a human being is about to get paid to play basketball for two years and make 60 plus million. I love that so very much. Congratulations to the Great Harden start. family. Great start. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Congratulations to, to the family and the Harden estate. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. So here's a couple of things. Of course he wanted to get the four year max deal, but he's not that player anymore. The beauty about sports is he still gets a chance to prove if he can be that guy. He was that guy in Houston, definitely. He was that guy a couple of moments with the Nets. Hasn't really been that guy with the Sixers. So what happens is you go into the office, Jacoby, and you and I both know we're not giving you no four-year max deal. Mm-hmm. So how can we make this work so it's a win-win for everybody? Because he ain't trying to go to another team right now. He got what he wants. He got Daryl Morey. He got Joel Embiid. He has Doc Rivers. He he, he got what he wants. Ain't ain't, ain't no running from this. And so you tell the team, okay, since I can't get a four-year deal, how can I get as much money guaranteed as possible that I control? They tell you, we definitely guarantee you one year, and you take a haircut on that year if you opt out, but we'll give you a second-year option that you control. So therefore, if he has a bad season, has an injury, it doesn't work out, he can still opt into that last year of the deal and Philly fans will be mad that they're paying James Harden $35 million if for whatever reason he can't perform. But if he does perform and Philadelphia does meet expectations, and by the way, the East is crowded, and I'm looking at the standards, Jacoby, all of the top players have won the East except Joel Embiid. It's been a revolving door since LeBron left. Toronto, Miami, Milwaukee, Boston. They've all won the East. We still waiting on the Sixers to do so. So James Harden now has to put up or shut up with a revamped roster. They did a terrific job this offseason of adding to their team. If he comes back and plays like an A1 alongside Joel Embiid, I know what I'm going to get from Maxi. I understand what I'm going to get from a veteran like P.J. Tucker and Tobias Harris. Thibault's going to play D. Shake Milton is a great pickup. So I'm, I'm sorry, De- De'Anthony Milton, Milton is a great pickup. And so now, 
can James Harden still play at an all-NBA level? If he does, Philly can legitimately win the East and he get a long-term deal. If they get bounced in the first round and he's shooting 40% in a 30 percentile from three, he's going to be forced to opt into that second year because that'll be a, a, a bargain for, that'll be advantage him, not necessarily the team. So I'm glad you, you brought up just how stacked the top of the East is. There's teams like Milwaukee and Boston and Miami who are always there. And the Sixers are clustered in with that group as well. My question for you is we always say success is a function of realistic expectations. What are realistic expectations for this roster? Realistic expectations is they have two of the players on their team to me who are in the most desperate need to get a championship currently in the NBA. I was thinking about this list recently. And Carmelo Anthony is a seasoned vet. He's not a starter anymore. Dame Lillard opted back in to be with Portland, but they don't have championship pressure. But like players like Paul George, Joel Embiid, CP3, James Harden, like I'm, I'm looking at those players, Jacoby, and it's like, they have a legitimate chance to do it. And yes is the answer to your question, but they're still gonna need James Harden to play at an elite level. I, yep. I, I, I love the playmaking. Like the, the advance in his game is that he's one of the best playmakers in the game. But they're still gonna need him to score. Yeah. And if, if he's giving me 25, 30 point games along with him, I know what I'm gonna get from Embiid. Embiid healthy, most physically dominant player in the game. Nobody's stopping Joel Embiid. But can I get that from Harden? If so, yes, they can win the East. If not, he'll be opting back into this second year of this deal. The Joel Embiid-James Harden pick and roll combination is the most efficient pick and roll combination in the league, but that's not traditionally how Joel Embiid gets his buckets. If I'm Doc Rivers, I'm making that pick and roll the core, the first action in most of the offensive possessions. Do you expect them to lean on that more next season? Well, here's the thing, Jacoby. You can run that action, and whether they switch the action, go underneath the action, or whatever. Can James Harden step back and accurately shoot the three? Good point. Can, can he turn the corner and finish in traffic? Those are the things that he struggled with. He, he he's not the same. He wasn't the same explosive athlete with the Sixers. I like like at this point of his career, while he's not a leaper, there still should be times where he could turn the corner and just dunk. You know what I mean? Like like that show that level of athleticism. But also, since they changed how they're calling the offensive player and initiating contact, that also has been a big-time effect for James Harden because he hasn't been able to get to the free-throw line as much. Yep. So now he's got to still be able to make his shots from the floor and not necessarily worry about always trying to get to the line. Jalen Rose, we make a point every single day on Jalen and Jacoby to acknowledge another day that Brittany Griner is detained in Russia. And there is new news. Uh, the Biden administration has sort of like put out a trade offer, which is something that we're very familiar in the world of sports, to release a Russian prisoner back to Russia and Brittany Griner and another American prisoner to come back. The Kremlin has responded saying that they want these negotiations to happen without much fanfare. They don't want to make it a public thing. What do you think about this latest news regarding Brittany Griner and will that bring her home? 
wrongfully detained way too long and unfortunately for her she now becomes a pawn in us exchanging a weapons dealer for somebody who's been medically prescribed to use cannabis that's been in Russia for years and understands how to move over there and has been wrongly detained. So we wish her a speedy, safe return to the United States. We always do. We've been talking about Brittany Griner every day on this program since she's been detained, not just when there's news like this. Right now, we need to talk to somebody. That person is GM Jalen. <laughs> Call up GM Jalen really quick, see if he picks up. I, I represent the um, Los Angeles up, Clippers Del? today. Oh, oh, Mr. Rose, uh, how you doing? It's, uh, it's uh, David Jacoby from the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, I know that you're the GM of the Nets, and you've had a public trade request from Kevin Durant, so I want to discuss that with you. The owner of the team, Steve Ballmer, is very aggressive, as you know, and he told me to make an aggressive offer to acquire Kevin Durant. He is used to getting what he wants. So he said to me, get me Kevin Durant in a Clippers uniform. So I'm willing to part with some very important assets. I'm willing to, I don't want to do this, but I'm willing to give you Paul George and Terrence Mann and Brandon Boston Jr. And I can't believe I'm saying this and three first round picks. That is my best and final offer. Steve Ballmer said, get it done. This package should get it done. What say you? Mr. Rose, GM of the Nets. Thank you for calling. Tell Jerry West I said what up, though. Uh, Steve Ballmer, fellow Michigan. I will tell Jerry West you said what up, though. And, and I understand, like, you in that market in California where, you know, Shohei's stars. out there, the Lakers are stars. out there, yeah. the Dodgers, the Rams just won the Super Bowl. Like, mm. I, I understand, you know, what you hope to get accomplished. But, but let's just talk about the Paul George part. Okay. Great player. He's a terrific talent. And I love MVP like, candidate PJ for me has been a top 12 talent since he was a pacer. And I, I know he 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 garnered a lot of slander um when Dame Lillard shot his team down from the playoffs and you know really broke up you know what was happening. But Kawhi Leonard is the guy that makes that go. And if you get Kawhi Leonard and Kevin Durant together, mm -hmm. I might as well start picking in the second round with those picks. Well, the picks are the picks are a few years a few years off, so you well, never well, know about that. And you well, were celebrating I'm, I'm, Paul George. You just called him a top twelve talent. What else? What other team is offering you a top twelve talent for the services of Kevin Durant and first round picks and a great young player in Terrence Mann? This to me sounds like we have a deal. Well, those aren't really first round picks because. When Kawhi plays 70, 65 games, KD's still going to play 75 games, and those picks are going to be in the late 20s. And when I look at your roster and I look at my roster, we don't have really that many productive players that got drafted in the late 20s. So I, I'm going to need more player um, guarantee in return. So you know how much I love Ty Lue. Yeah. Right? Um, can he be a part of any deal that we do? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We've got one of the best, I'd say, top three head coaches in the NBA. We are not putting him in the deal. Hold, hold on, I'm having, I'm having an issue with the phone. Hello, hello, hello? Oh, hello, oh, hello, can you oh, hear me? Oh, can, I'm can, sorry, can, yeah. Can you hear the me? connection, the can, connection can, from yeah, Steve Bomber's uh, private oh, plane oh, no, no, sometimes no. gets tricky. You know what, we'll, KD's we'll, we'll, calling, we'll I'll hit you back. Right, we'll, we'll pick this KD's up later. KD's calling, I'll hit you back. 
It is now time for some very important news that matters. Jalen, you are celebrated for a lot of things. Your name, your career, the philanthropy that you do, and also your hair. And I need you to explain to me, as a Caucasian person, what Jimmy Butler is doing with his hair transformation. I need you to explain to me in the audience that look like me what is happening in this video. So here's what happens in this video, Jacoby. He mm -hmm. actually has hair. Yes. So he shampooed Whoa. it, he conditioned <laughs> it, he got it picked out, and now you style it. So you see me right now, I'm twisted down. When you see me on Good Morning America tomorrow, I'll be twisted up. So basically, all he's doing is just styling his hair. No, what but he's got extensions, Jalen. He's got dreadlocks, it, he's got extensions. Well, if you don't style it, Jacoby, it, it just, it, it, it it just sits there. You know what I mean? So you got a chance to freak it like he's doing. He looked like he added some extensions to it. Definitely did. You know what did. I mean? I, I'm personally not going to add extensions, but I don't necessarily want to or need to. I like it. I like it a lot. What do you think is, about it? Is this his way of telling Pat Riley that he wants a max extension? That's what this tells me. He's saying, I need a max extension. I'm going to put it max extension on my hair. You put it in the contract well, and we'll get it done. Well, little known secret. Could he play for the Yankees with his hair like that? No, no. So, and, and it's 2022. They're, they're just passed a, a, a legislation in Massachusetts that allows people that look like me, Jacoby, to wear our hair the way we want. <laughs> Did it pass that legislation? Yeah. You know, I, I now get to wear my hair however I want in a school or a professional environment. Thank you guys very much. I well, Jimmy that. Butler, as, as a former and current capo of the minivan mafia, I support everything that you do. The second I saw no you doubt. pushing a minivan, I will support you no matter what, even if you have dreadlock extensions on your head. <laughs> when we come back after this very short break, we're going to discuss the latest comments from Ben Roethlisberger that really, really had me scratching my head. We'll tell you what those are right after this. You're watching Jalen and Jacoby. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. live from the seaport and brought to you by Chase. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby, Jalen Anthony Rose. There's something simmering underneath the surface in the NFL as we head into training camp that is unresolved. And that is, what is going on with Jimmy Garoppolo? They have come out in San Francisco and said that this is Trey Lance's team. We're riding with Trey Lance. Jimmy Garoppolo has had a lot of success on the football field, taking that team to NFC Championships and the Super Bowl. Why hasn't he been traded? And where do you think this ends up? 
Well, this continues to acknowledge why quarterback is the most important position in sports. Just think about this. Jimmy Garoppolo has had a lot of success as a starting quarterback. He's helped them get to a Super Bowl. As a matter of fact, he's eliminated Aaron Rodgers from the playoffs the last two seasons. Just think about that for a second. A really good professional quarterback. And they still take somebody as a top tier pick to replace you. And when they replace you, they say, this is Trey's team. This is his team. Just think about that for a second. That The gravity that goes with that. So if I'm Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm trying to find a way to get somewhere else where I could be a starting quarterback and prove that I wasn't necessarily a product of the system. He was productive when he played in New England. He's been productive when he played with the 49ers, but they see him as a guy that has a ceiling. And how about how a play can change the dynamics of your career? Mm -hmm. If he hits that deep ball in the Super Bowl and they win, we're having a total different conversation. Oh, there's, there's no Trey Lance. He's getting max money. Like, he's total one of the highest paid, most respected quarterbacks. And I think about Jimmy Garoppolo. I think about there's 32 teams in the NFL. There's at least 12 of them that would upgrade at the most important position on the field if they employed Jimmy Garoppolo and not their current quarterback, which is something that I think, that I expect to happen, and maybe even your Lions. I know oh, we you got love Jared Montana. Montana. I know you love we Jared got, Montana. I know no, we got. Let's, no, we got let's Jared transition Montana. from Jimmy Garoppolo, who has a future in the NFL, to someone whose NFL career has just ended. That is Ben Roethlisberger. And one thing I love about you, Jalen, is you've got great perspective as a former athlete on sort of the current state of the game. Mr. Roethlisberger, in these comments to the um, Pittsburgh Gazette, I believe, said that the game has changed. He says it's turned from a team first to a me-first type attitude. Does he sound like a salty old man with these comments? I'm gonna say yes. Shout to Cam Hayward. I appreciate the invite to a softball game. I'm still pissed that I went 0 for 2. I'm gonna play better next year. For 0 sure. for 2, dog. That, that, that's unacceptable. That sounds like me and Rec League. Unacceptable. Ben Roethlisberger saying the truth, Jacoby, and you know it. He's saying the really? truth and you know it. Really? Yeah, he's saying the truth, then you know it. There are players that are team first and invested in we, but the overarching athlete now understands I have to build me and hope that we meet so I can get top dollar and then win. Like that, 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 that's like building your brand is a part of what's happening now. Like there are players like a Kawhi Leonard, for example, who isn't seemingly interested in like building like his personal profile and, and like trying to engage with fans, right? Mm -hmm. But the overarching athlete, Jacoby, just like they're sitting down talking about points, rebounds, and assists, just like they're talking about touchdown passes and sacks, they're also talking about follows and likes. They're also talking about doing a TikTok video. That, that, that is the landscape of sports. And that's a me thing. The social media part is a me thing. So I understand where he's going. And I know that it could sound like a salty old guy that just retired, but the game changed since he was in it because he was in it so long. 
It's a good point. We'll move on from Ben Roethlisberger, who's going to spend the season at home, to a quarterback who's spending the season in a new home, talking about Russell Wilson, and he showed up to training camp, and he showed up. It's not just the fact that he's wearing his own jersey. Look at the car. Look at how big his car is. If you're a diminutive quarterback, why are you driving such a big car? That's a little too Colorado, that gigantic truck that he has. Jalen, which is worse, the gigantic car or wearing your own uniform, or do you support both? So first off, he getting paid a lot of money to represent those brands. So here, I want everybody to stop for a second. Every okay. time you post something on social media, you wanted to get a lot of likes. You wanted to get a lot of views. That three is paying him a lot of money. Don't they pay him like $100 million to wear that jersey? Oh, more. Okay. So ain't no problems with him rocking that to work. He ain't on vacation. He's not internationally. He's showing up at work. The other thing, for him to pick that truck, they're paying him. They gave him the truck. They styled the truck. And... He has to be in the like fiber of Denver. How right? does he get in the truck? Like I feel like he needs like a stepladder to get in that thing. Correct. So this is where I'm going. Here's the opposite of that. What what about like a tall athlete or a big gigantic athlete like a Shaq getting in a sports car? Those ha that happens in reverse all of the time. That's why I don't like sports cars. I don't want to drive fast like that, and I don't want to be scrunched up. I need some elbow room. And lastly, this is like Ben Roethlisberger said. Is this about winning games? No. Is, this, is this about? No. no. He posted this, this on this social media. This is literally media. about him. This is a social post about him that relates to the team. So I ain't mad at it at all. Keep getting them checked. Is he I'm still a little bit mad, mad at this year? I can't lie. He's with. We've been talking about Dwight Howard's career and him, his Hall of Fame potential for a long time. And guess what? Dwight Howard agrees. We'll discuss right after this. <laughs> the Storm take on the Mystics Saturday at noon on ESPN. Make sure you tune into that. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, for a long time, you've been saying that Dwight Howard has a Hall of Fame career and he will be enshrined in the Hall of Fame in Springfield, Massachusetts. And guess what? Dwight Howard agrees. He said the following quote, it's not up to me, but I think one day I'll get the recognition that I deserve. Until then, I'm going to continue to get better, continue to smile, and continue to enjoy life. Thank you, Scoop B, for the interview. Jalen, what do you think about these comments? Shout to Scoop B. That's my brother, and I'm going to go on this show soon. A couple of things, Jacoby. So... Decisions in life are crucial. Like there was a time I sat in my living room and thought about I could be the fifth member of the Fab Five to sign my letter of intent. And we may win the championship, but we may start a legacy. Imagine if he would have stayed in Orlando. He deserves it. See y'all tomorrow. We always say we get the people what they want. Part of that is doing podcast exclusive content for our podcast listeners, Jalen. Who can our podcast listeners look forward to hearing tomorrow on the program? So if you ever been paying, if you're paying attention to the billboard charts, we have a guy that his last two albums debuted number one, representing Toronto, Canada. Nav is going to be on the show. Make sure you download his album. Make sure you support his projects. We're going to talk to him about the Raptors. We're going to talk to him about working with Travis Scott. 
And we're gonna just talk to him about being a public figure. Jalen and Jacoby showing the versatility. Make sure you check out, check out the show. I was disappointed in something that happened yesterday. What's that? Steph Curry is one of the greatest basketball players on the planet, right? Top five, easy. You know, no one would ever argue that. But my guy, the first pitch got to be better than that. Like, if, <laughs> if you can hit 40-foot jump shots, like 17 in a row, you and, and you know you're going to throw out the first pitch. Jalen, we've been through this before. Your first, first pitch was good. We've been on the roof of this very building throwing first pitches to each other. It's not that hard. It's not that deep. Like, my guy. How do you, how you miss the plate by that much when you're Steph Curry? I saw his first pitch. It wasn't like Curtis Jackson, no. the OG but, 56. But Curtis Jackson's a, an entertainer and a rapper and a mogul. Steph Curry's a professional athlete. But I'm still talking about they're both in shape is my point. <laughs> okay. So, so he, he, here's what I mean. As an athlete, very young in my life, I had to learn the difference between training and working out. Mm -hmm. Working out, I used to see people in the gym and judge free zone. Sometimes they, they were willing to do things and take things and take supplements that I'm just not willing to take, number one. And then number two, I used to see people who were like really bulky or really strong but couldn't run to the corner. Mm. And so I always made sure that like, I wanted to be fluid. And just based on my body type, like I'm, I've never been like, oh, he got the crazy six pack. Or like, I, 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 I don't think I ever got in the best shape of my life. You know how we talk <laughs> about athletes doing that? <laughs> I love that because it's, it's actually impossible to never be in the best shape of your life, but somehow you managed to do it. Right? Exactly. I, I truly believe as we talk about so many athletes and we're going to bring it up on our show and talk about they're in the best shape of their life, I don't think I've ever been in the best shape of my life. And so, but one thing I am able to do is like multiple things. So I played, I love baseball. Like I played wiffle ball, fast pitch tennis ball, I played hardball, played softball, played in leagues. Like I played football, defensive end. I used to be crushing kids, Jacoby, pass, pass rush game. I, you couldn't tell me I wasn't Ed Too Tall Jones or Reggie White. You could not tell me. And I was an offensive lineman. Never gave up sacks. Always could run over my side, always. Always. Oklahoma drills. I played football when it was like you were weak if you wanted water during practice. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like you got like we'd be out there for like hours and like like you like for real, like dudes would be peeing on themselves. Like straight up. You could you couldn't go to the bathroom, could we do them Oklahoma drills, all that. Like I played football. We played at the Silver Dome, all of that. Um Cross country. A lot of people don't realize I ran cross country four years in high school. And I told you the story about pushing other teammates, other members of other teams down. Rude. And, and, and I'm not proud of that. Like, I don't think it's like cool or cute or nothing like that as I look back at it as an adult. But yeah, we was Charles Oakley out there 
<laughs> other people's teams because, you know, we're trying to help the people who ran track and field win. So I was just being a good teammate. So my point is this. I've thrown out a couple of first pitches. And no, I'm not an international all-time greenlit mogul like Curtis 50 Cent Jackson, who we got to get my brother back on the show. And did I tell you, did I, did I tell you I'm going to be in BMF? Yeah, you did. Did I tell you I'm going to be in BMF? Ooh. Yeah. And by the way, I'm interviewing Rotimi today from Power and Dapper Dan Renaissance today too, right? Man. Dapper so, Dan today. Absolutely. Check out the episode with Dapper Dan, the OG. But here's what I'll say. Not a green-lit guy like Curtis. Don't have unlimited range like Steph. But I mastered average. You know there, what I'm saying? There you go. There I you mastered go. average. Mastered average. That, 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 that's gonna, that, that's gonna say right, right on my tombstone. But David Jacoby, mastered average. I appreciate that. Jalen, we'll be back tomorrow with another dope pod of step two. We got Nav coming on the show tomorrow. We got to truncate our podcast exclusive today. Make room for him. We'll be back tomorrow. Why is that? And make sure you're checking out the show every day. And, and, and we going hard in August. We going hard with the guests and the content. Right. We appreciate the support. And like the Blastmaster KRS-One once said, we're not done. We're not done. We are not done.